Hello and welcome to another episode of Pillow Thoughts Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the very sexy Mr. James Cook. Yeah, I was hoping I would get the sexy one. And also, joined by the charming, lanky, somewhat flattering... I gangster snapped on lanky. (laughs) I gangster snapped too early. He gangster (laughs) snapped too early. He's he's not from the hood. He's John Allen. Back. He's back. back. From the dead. Ooh. It was starting to go that way. I generally thought that we killed him. You know what? Me too. I can make people think that I've died. By my long absence. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. Speaking of, just so that the listeners and us, because we haven't spoke about this, know, so that we all know now, do you know what we're talking about? Have you actually heard the episode where we may or may not have killed you? No. Oh, wow. Well, this was just... What, what, are you thinking I was dead because I, I went AFK on message? Yeah, we made an episode where we confessed that we had murdered you. That's going to go really badly if I do actually end up getting murdered one time. <laughs> Exhibit A, Bill of Oz podcast, episode X. It'd the be... confession of the Jameses. I mean, I can't say it's going to be the same in a prison cell, but I imagine that we'll have at least, you know, some time. I don't know, like, what would it be like if we were to do, like, a podcast in, like, a jail cell? Would we just be talking about our favourite shivs? How to defend yourself? <laughs> What did we see out of the bar gates today? I love that you thought about it, but to be honest, we're not. I don't even think you're allowed a podcast in prison. Oh, you you say that, but it's like you see half the stuff that guys come in with prison. It's like it's unreal. Because we're gonna fit that up, John's ass. That's huge. That boom pole. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking. Never mind. Oh, James. Never mind. <laughs> so yeah, you haven't. You are not aware. That I was murdered. The I wasn't aware of my own murder. I'm transferred into an alternate reality where everything is kind of the same. Yeah, mm. I suppose you have. A bit of time travel, if you will. You're back. In fact, you know what? It makes sense. This is the time of spooks, after all. It is. So, if anything, we're just talking to a resurrected corpse of John. I know. The corpse of yeah. John. <laughs> Came back for this episode, aren't yeah. we? Oh no, no, it's uh, it's the entire month now. All oh, right, oh okay, yeah. so that's the and, theme. until until the final hour of October. You're here. So while we've got you here for the first time in two months since your murder, two months have... since my murder. That's it's a good time. way to write me out. I can see it's like a panic writing. Like how can we explain this? No, he died. Just accept it. We yeah. murdered him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's sort of not what we did, but what we did. <laughs> Do you know You've got to listen to the episode. He's got to listen to the episode. I'd say if you were a smart murderer, you would confess on Mike, because no one would believe you. I, I find it so fascinating how easy it is to be infamous. It's such an easy thing. All you have to do is get killed on a podcast. And you're Do something really bad. And it's so easy to think of, like, what could be bad enough to... Be remembered. The guy assassinated John and the guy who assassinated JFK, they wouldn't have been remembered. But now no. they will be. Yeah. Not for the right reasons. It's true. Is notoriety worth a life? Find out on Pillow Thoughts. I mean, I'm just going to say no, just to keep morality high. It's good to have the high morality. Yes. Do you know, speaking of memorable like stuff, it reminds me of the story of the Mona Lisa and why that became infamous. Because I think 
It was in the either early 19th or 20th century. It was being hanged in the Louvre from Paris. And honestly, at the time, it was never really famous for anything. It was just another Leonardo painting. Until one day, it was stolen. And it was quite smart, because the guy who stole it, he dressed up like a janitor. So the way he did it is that he stayed until closing, nabbed the pig, went into the cupboard, waited for a while, until morning. He just left, thinking that, you know, he was just another staff member. Nobody got any wind of it. And I'm kidding you not, it wasn't until, like, the second day did someone notice that the Mona Lisa was gone. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I can't recall how much time it took before they found him. Jeez. But by the time that they did, it sort of gained that notoriety by him just being one of famous paintings of Leonardo. Jeez. Uh, That's arguably why it's so famous. Yeah. You know. I'm pretty sure, like, more recently there's been, like, attempts to, like, vandalise it and stuff. I'm pretty mm. sure there has been attempts to... It was quite recent, wasn't it? Yeah, to vandalise it, I'm sure. Yeah. Really? It was one of those weird yeah. protesty groups. Mm. You know, the ones that have been sticking themselves to roads and pouring milks out... Mil- milks? Pouring milk out in the supermarket yeah, aisles. I, I can't... I don't know if that's just straight up vegans or if yeah. that was like Greenpeace or something like that. Do you know, I kind of want to be in those modes. Because, like, seriously, I think that they're the type of people that I'd actually have the courage to actually go up to them and ask them questions. Like, you know, spilling this milk, is that actually really helping? I mean, have you ever considered about maybe sticking it back in the cow's udders? <laughs> Reverse milking a cow? <laughs> Why does that sound like a sexual act? <laughs> How do you do that? How can you suck it back up? This could totally take it the wrong way. What if they sort of take the ultimate act and being like, we must return it to the source. Just see this cow being force-fed its own milk. You couldn't do that to a cow. I'm keeping the peace. Shut up, Daisy. Poor oh. <laughs> Daisy. What did Daisy do to deserve that? I know what you mean, though. You do sometimes think with these things. What, what are the... What are they... Obviously, they're making, an imp- they're making you actually notice them, but what are they, what are they doing? You know, protesting emissions. Again, I'm not discrediting what they're doing. Like, I'm not saying that what they're fighting for is bad. What I'm saying for is how they're doing it's kind of counterintuitive. Sometimes, you know, when like, they glue themselves on the road and look like absolute idiots, hmm. people have got their exhausts on, and it's like, but do more emissions sitting still than moving at this point? Right, that's true. What are you doing? It just, yeah. like, you can't go back. Once something's done. I mean, I suppose the ultimate goal is they can't save whatever cow is being destroyed and its meat processed for shops or whatever. But they think that maybe by doing it, like, it stops. Which you can't. It's... No. It's... it's, There's a momentum to this. If you stop one thing, it completely uh, disables everything else. Like, when COVID happened, for example, when everywhere started going into lockdown, this totally affected produce and whatever, vegetables, uh, meat, uh, fruit, all that stuff. Because it was getting to the point where there was like twice as much food being processed than it was actually being bought. And mainly that was coming from like the restaurant side of things. Because obviously restaurants were closed at the time. So the only way that food was actually being processed and sold was through supermarkets. It's not as if like you can go out of your way to buy twice as many eggs or three times as many eggs 
So there was only two choices. They'd either have to drop the price ridiculously mm-hmm. just to even give the temptation that someone would buy three times as many eggs as they normally would, mm. or it just all go to waste. Oh, John, do you fancy getting some extra eggs this week? <laughs> buy one, get one free. <laughs> I've heard that this is a, a thing in America where if they have too much of something, let's say there's too many cherries, they actually they destroy the rest. No. It was for any food to maintain the price of it, which I don't get because I don't see what the harm is in having, let's say if there was too many cherries, we've got to shift these cherries, make them like half price. Just get them shifted. Yeah. But there's also been a lot of... Imagine, like, a place like Booker's. Booker's. Like a cash and carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like cash and carry. There's been mm. so many of them being burnt down in America. They're really trying to control price by destroying food. I did read about it, and I guess it makes no sense from the standpoint you're destroying food, but there was something about it which was, like, right. Like, it was a while since I read about it. So, like, but, from a business point of view, it almost made sense. Yeah. Yeah, officials will go to farms, actually say, we will pay you more than what you'd make selling your food to just destroy it. Whoa. You know? I've, I've heard that that's, that's what's going on. That's mad. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to read up on it. Yeah, Join definitely. Join us next time. I'll bring it back up. But there's, there's a lot of stuff like that going on. Uh, not to get, like, too into it, but... Again, there was the other day I saw a video. It was a, I think it was a TikTok, actually. These people were smashing petrol pumps because of the petrol prices. Yeah. As you, anyone of, of all three of us will know, John will know, the price of petrol at the moment's pretty... Uh, Tart attack. It's, it's not nice. This is with the cost of everything at the moment. But something like that, okay, I understand why people are upset because it's a really crap situation. Mm. But what will vandalise the petrol pump fix? Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, if you really want to stop the increase, alternative would be, I guess, just stop buying fuel. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, just stop buying. Maybe, it. maybe just substitute for horse. I don't know. <laughs> horse and cart. I, I don't, I don't know if this is like a stupid way to to figure this out, right? I remember being at yours, James, once, mm. and obviously, I mean, I'm pretty stupid. I will admit, right? But oh. I'm pretty sure we said the same thing. Me and James were just like, why don't they just print more money? It obviously it devalues the pound, like yeah. But back then, we were, I'm pretty sure we were just like print money. Yeah, what an idea! <laughs> what a genius! Yeah. Do you know what the the child in me still thinks of that? Could have just printed my money back then. <laughs> well, I tell you what, and as we've got fuel, right? we were really political this time, aren't we? Well, it shot up to like two pound a litre, and I did the math. That that is. Nine pounds a gallon for anybody who, who works in gallons. Bear in mind, in America, it's about four dollar fifty a gallon. So they're like four fifty a gallon. We're paying nine. It was nine dollars a gallon wow. that we're paying. So we're paying double what they think is expensive. I'm not saying that they shouldn't complain because we've got it worse, you know, because no, nobody wins it. But it went up to two because it was like one thirty, and yeah. it just went bzzz, right up to two, and then. Everybody was like, ah, oh, bloody, it's too, too badly. I'm talking diesel. That's what I use. And then it come down, it's floating around 175 at the moment. And everybody's like, that's all right. That's decent. I'm like, it's not. It's not. Keep complaining. It's still expensive. Let's, we can get it 
Lower. You need, you need that Drake meme template where you it's like yeah. two two do, two pound a ga uh, two pound a li- li- <laughs> whatever. That's I'm I'm not going for that. One seventy five. <laughs> At the cheapest that it was last year. I I drove past. I was one twenty six. That was like emergency bridge. Turn around, fill it right up. <laughs> oh, do you know with the van that you have? It might be a good time to just invest in like jerry can. Jerry can. Yeah. Completely forgot the word. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's still Definitely. at one seventy five. Just like I'm buying it high. Still, if I if I put it in jerry can. Yeah. And actually, because the way they keep fuel, it's not like I just put it in jerry can and keep it. Sure. Yeah. Mm. You know, it it dies. Yeah. They they keep it in a certain condition to make sure it runs yeah. as it is. Mm. So. There was lots of like vi- videos of people filling up like every kind of two liter bottle they get their hands on. It's just like, well, you wasted your money because it just won't work. No, it's mad. Yeah. It's it's a bad time. Things are just going up in price. You know what else? I did the maths while I was on a shit. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think if a snail were to travel non-stop around the world, it would take eighty days. Right. Right, don't quote me on that. I did actually figure it out because I, I was like top speed of a snail, average. And then I obviously like got the radius of the Earth and Mars and mm. you know, divide, divide, divide. And then I, I can't remember what I got. I want to say 80 day. Right. That's pretty interesting. And I, I got that because of this really popular meme where it was like, would you have unlimited money, but there is a snail coming after you, but if, and if it touches you, you die. And it always knows where you are. Right! Right. <laughs> so I I was like, well, it's fine. You just you take the money and you move to the event of the world. So that's why I looked. And it was like, well, it'll be, it'll be at my doorstep 40 days. So you've got to constantly keep moving, you know? Maybe it's smart. Maybe it's a smart snail. I, do I don't know, know what the rules are. Well, do you know what? I know one thing that would kill it. Just buy a house, or whatever house you have, Literally, just put like a wall of salt around it. Yeah, true. I'm pretty sure it said that the snail is immortal. Oh come you, on! You can't kill it. It's it's gonna get you. It can it can go through water. It can it can just do anything. Now, twenty five thousand miles, strictly speaking, talks about if the Earth was totally flat, but it's gonna yeah. go up and down. Wait, 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 hang on. I'm still on the snail thing. Right, it's immortal. But it's just like a normal snail, right? It's a normal snail, yeah. Well, just put it in a jar. Put it in a jar. And literally just, like, leave it in a tight, secure place. Because unless it has, like, super strong slime or detachable arms, that ain't coming out. You know, I never thought of it that way. No, me neither. I never looked outside the box. Because it's got to actually touch you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There's been there's been shit tons of memes about it. Um, I'll take the money and one of James's jars. Problem solved. But you know, I just take it a step further and find like the nearest spaceship that's being launched and just put it on there and just set it up in space. Put it on Mars. No, just space. Oh, just space. Yeah, just space. Yeah, I like space. I doubt it's ever gonna come back to Earth. It'd just be floating there. In a jar. Vibing. In a jar. <laughs> Vibing like, in space jar. snail. <laughs> space snail's coming and he's vibing in Mars. All around the planet. There's a snail <laughs> in the stars. 
Not just any snail in the stars. No, he's space snail. Who got you loads of money? There's a snail waiting in the sky. He liked to come and kill you, but he thinks he won't. <laughs> it was kind of going somewhere. You're welcome. I love a good would you rather. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah especially when when you when you're drinking, would you rather is good. Would you rather? It's a very basic one. This one, so don't get excited. Would you rather it be autumn all year round? Or summer all year round. Summer all year round. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go for summer. Mm. I mean, don't get me okay. wrong. I like my autumn, but I can't stand the cold. If I had to choose yeah, between problem. suffering in the cold or suffering in heat, I'd rather suffer in heat. I was freezing my ass off last night. Total, like... Do you need a bed buddy, John? I need a bed buddy. Me and James will offer our services. Well, doors open. Thanks. Just sliver in there. Well, there you go then. The doors open. No wonder it's cold. Yeah, stop leaving the door open, John. No, but the the cat. It's the cat. She she's got like this anxiety thing where if a door shuts, she doesn't like it. She already has mapped the flat out. So if she can't go in somewhere, she's like change, change. I don't like change. And she'll like walk around the the house crying. It's a totally different type of sound she makes. But she's, she's been crying a bit recently. I've moved the bed one wall to the other. That was it the whole afternoon. It was not good for her. Oh. She doesn't like it. It's great if you take her in the car. Wow. She does not like the car. I came up with an interesting theory, right? Gemma, the name of the cat, she's in the van on the dash. And this is probably like so new to her. She was going through town. She was like whoo, whoo, looking at everything and noticing other cars. And, and I think from her mind... She would probably think that all of these cars have a cat in. You know what I mean? Mm. So all of these cars are designed, these weird moving boxes are designed to move cats around. So she would probably look out the window and see like cars going by, like there's another cat going somewhere. Is that because that she's identified that her herself, a cat, is in a moving box? Therefore, all moving boxes yes. must have cats. Yeah. You, you just said what I said, but you basically you summed it up very That's some well. catology right there. What, why would you think any other way? And that's why she's probably, like, freaking out, because she's like, why are these cats constantly in motion? Why do they need to be taken places? Yeah, you good know? point. I thought she was going to freak out, the fact that no matter where she's looking, everything's always changing. Oh, no. And she just can't stand the change. What, yeah. Yeah. It's too much change. I don't like it. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. You you don't even like add a sound effect. (laughs) That was out of James's mouth. That was not the sound effect, people. I love my sound effects. I mean, you're better at timing, but I do love my sound effects. Yeah. Deleted my soundboard because I was making room because it was like, you know, internal storage nearly full. It's annoying when you get that. Yeah. I need to sort my pictures out and stuff, but. I had to make the room just for the sake of getting the app until like Oktoberfest because tickets only exist on one app. I hate that, man. We're not going to, I promise, we're not going to, I'm not going to de- derail the podcast, you right? Can't do it. Pet peeve. <laughs> apps, right? Apps for like events, gigs, festivals, whatever. Apps for that. Yeah. But where's my paper ticket? Yeah, okay. We might, we might save a tree. Great. Where's you my memorabilia? Yeah. <laughs> where's my memorabilia? 
Hang on, James. I'm on a tangent. Stay put, James. Very passionate about this. B. Shh. B. If your phone dies, not a worry. You've got a paper ticket, you know? What if you've got no signal? Not a worry. I've got my paper ticket. Yeah. Phone gets stolen. Not a worry, because I've got my paper ticket. Yeah. My fourth mm-hmm. big gripe, my big rant about these fucking digital ticketing bullshit, right? Yeah. There's still a player fee. What am I paying a booking fee for? You're so right. You go on ticket It's like, the ticket's like 20 quid. That's all right. Then you've got the, the admin fee. Well, I'm just making shit up. Fee for fun. The fee fee, you know? The kafuff <laughs> And finally, the f*** you fee of, like, and it, by the time you're done, it's like 150. It's like, how? Started off at 25 quid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got that when I was getting tickets for ABBA, so I, I definitely relate to that. What about you, you, you're going online to buy something, unless it's not Amazon. Yeah. It, you can only, like, I don't know, Etsy or any other website it's like I just want to buy this one item create an account I'm like I don't want to create an account I just want to get this mm. yeah sign up to our newsletter and all this stuff. just <sighs> like I know you just, I know these people they're just trying to get by and make, make a thing but oh my god just I just want to buy it and leave just mm-hmm. related to the thing that you were mentioning about you know paper tickets and whatever an easy solution to it would be like if the ticket was just in an email and it had like a QR code because everyone's doing QR codes mm. that way is Regardless of whether you had it on the phone, on your mail, which can guarantee you at least 90% of people that have a phone will have email. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's on your phone or paper, you can still scan the QR code. It's valid. It's Bob's your uncle. That, that would be a valid way of doing it. I suppose. I also have yeah. a, an additional bitch. Go on. Uh, this is off. I would say offline. Brexit tax. Brexit, when you buy something from China and you have to pay (laughs) Brexit tax. I've not encountered that. Sorry, John. (laughs) Let's say you go go and buy something in real life. You're in a shop, you've bought something, and then the cashier says them faithful words. Watch your email for your e-receipt. Wait, hold up. Rewind. Let's take a step back. Email. It's not been... And bought something, they've asked for your email to send you a receipt via email, which I really just don't want. I don't want that. I get that, because it's like, you don't really want to waste paper on something that's not important as a receipt. I mean, don't get me wrong, some people like their receipts, but how many times have you ever had a receipt and you've either just thrown it away or not looked at it or whatever? I get that. There'll probably be a system one day where it won't require an email or something, and that could just be, you know, we have this device. Tap it on your phone, it's gone directly to your email or whatever. Yeah. It does feel a little violating, I guess, the fact that... And I've got to spell it out. Yeah. I've got to spell my whole name out. It takes like five minutes just to get a receipt. I'm just like, actually, can I just, can I just get a paper one? The best ones are the ones, though, that they ask for your email address for the e-receipt, and yet somehow they send you the e-receipt. You do actually get the e-receipt, but they, for some reason, also give you a physical receipt at the same time. That's right. They just want you signed up on a newsletter. Yeah. Basically. A store. They do that sometimes. Honestly, it happened to me before. They were like, oh, can we get your email for the e-receipt? And I was like, oh, okay, give them it. And you know how they're like, 
How do you spell that? All that bullshit. Yeah, you spell out the email address. Oh, you've got a weird fucking email address like Massive Gaylord69 Sex Swings Love It at gmail.com. I'll tell you what, that might be an incentive to you know stop that kind of crap from happening. It you might know, be. Come, come up with the most creative. Totally. What's your email address? I love to go to school at gmail.com. <laughs> I feel like you're right though, you maybe need to give them like a really daft or really long email address for them to be like, this is taking forever. Yeah. But it's so annoying because you're like, oh. I mean, don't get us wrong. There's been one, one time where a new receipt's actually been really handy. But yeah, most of the time, as John said, as you've rightly said, you end up on the marketing email list and you're like, fuck. Yeah. But to your point about e-receipts and stuff, I think you both make a very valid point. Speaking of a better solution, my bank integrates with another company called Flux. For those of you nerdy enough and care, go to tryflux.com. It sounded like he was going to plug a sponsor in right then. Yeah. Help at tryflux.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really cool because what it does is when I go somewhere, anywhere that has the little integration, there's some sort of little integration that the, the shop has to do. It's yeah. easy enough. But what happens, I'll show you a live example now. You go to... Right? Yeah. So this is my banking app. This is my transaction, right? Yeah. And I click on receipt. I've got a full-on receipt. Oh, right. But it's like a proper, it's a proper receipt. If you did it like automatically onto your card, that's, that's what it does. That's what it does. It just yeah. automatically goes onto your... Yeah. Your transaction. Oh. So it's almost kind of, it is almost like just a bank statement, but it's turned it's into really, like a receipt pretty much. Yeah. So as you scan, it takes the money off, but puts the receipt in. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's actually really. I mean, I'm really, not saying, I'm not saying it's working, but I might consider getting it. It's good, but only, only certain places use it, which is quite annoying, but. I'll tell you what's annoying. Also, adverts, but specifically, online advert in the sense that let's say you buy a toilet seat a common purchase john common purchase that everybody buys and then you only need one and for the next six months everywhere it's just like you want another you want another toilet seat toilet seat and then pop-ups toilet seat you know drop down box toilet seat everywhere it's like i've already bought it the algorithm is is just so broken that way this toilet seat's one toilet seat of the year it just does shit you, like that. You're, you're having conversations about Thomas the Tank Engine, and then you're being directed on Facebook to Thomas the Tank Engine Transformers. I knew we would get onto Thomas the Tank Engine at least oh, once. shit. <laughs> I, I don't, I, oh, well, let's put it this way. It was a highlight of our conversations for quite a while. Right. Should we also just mention the Hannah Montana theme song as well? Oh, sh- we've done it now. Thanks. Yeah. Thomas the Tank and Hannah Montana theme song. We've already established that's the main theme. Are we, are we just going to like be looking at our phones now and be directed at like Hannah Montana stuff? <sighs> that's, that's the worst, right? When you get an advert for something you thought about it or is. talked about. Like, if my phone was listening right now, it won't show us an advert we talk about. Light bulbs, light bulbs, light bulbs, light bulbs. I'll let you know how that goes on. Mm. We might get, we might get some light bulb ads. But let's say I feel like they know when we're onto them. They're like then they they expect light bulbs. We want to show them light bulbs. If I without thinking I was being recorded and mentioned door handles, for example, 
I would get door handle advertisements. Of course. Dog food, dog food, dog food, dog food. We should totally yeah. dog food. Light bulbs, dog food. Light bulbs and dog food. What a com- <laughs> what a combination, boys. What are you doing tonight? Buying uh dog, dog food dog food at James, anything you need to buy from the shop? Later. Um something you desperately need. Muffins, 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 muffins. <laughs> Dog food, light bulbs, muffins. Dog food, light bulbs, muffins. Chocolate chip muffins. Dog food, light, light bulb, chocolate chip muffins. Chocolate chip dog food muffins. Blank PCB board. Take your pick, but I will be watching. I will screenshot if I get an advert for this. Yeah, we'll see how that light bulbs and muffins and God knows what else goes. Last week's quite an interesting one for me personally, or at least in yeah. general. Uh, so, found out one of... My favourite drag queens died. That was really sad. Yeah, one of my favourite drag queens died. Met her once. She was lovely. Really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, so it was a real shame. In other drag queen related news, uh, on a more positive note, the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 4 started. So if you're into that, start watching it. It started. Uh, What's it about? Drag queens. They're just yeah. basically, it's, it's like, think Britain's got talent, but. Drag queens. Yeah. They're all competing to be like the best. They're all being sassy. Yeah, yeah. basically. It's, it, it's like finding like who's the next uh, Miss America or something like basically. that. Basically. But, but for drag queens. But drag queens. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite funny. I don't imagine it would be the your cup of tea, but it is mm. quite funny. But yeah, the, the drag queen that died, she was actually really good. Well, he, they were actually really good mm. because they were a mental health nurse who studied in Cumbria. Mm. They were also of a traveller gypsy background and they'd like done a BBC documentary a few months ago about being a gay person who's also doing drag in a community like that and like how their experience was. Oh, yeah. So it's quite interesting actually. But yeah, sad news on, on that note. On another negative note, just to kind of drag out the, the bad shit of the week, uh, oh. last week, unfortunately... My friend announced that after seven and a half years, he's shutting up shop. Yeah, shutting he's up shop. He is. Yeah, he's because of the cost of living and the current way things are going. He's not financially able to keep his business going. So yeah, he's closing up. Which um, business is it? It's uh, the comfort tea one, the food one in Atlasworks. Oh, I heard this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So after seven and a half years, he's he's going to be shutting up. Yeah. Do you know, we were actually talking about this at work, kind of like on an unrelated note, but we are essentially coming to the end of something that has been in the works for at least half a year now. Right. We're coming to an end. Uh, I was kind of hoping it was going to be this week, but it's next week, because this week is payday, so <laughs> we were kind of hoping it would be like a celebration thing. So. And I think we were going to go out, but I think on top of that, we'll also order something from Comforty. Oh, cool. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really sad news because I became friends with him through being a regular customer. Mm. So, like, it's that weird feeling of, well, the thing that we formed a friendship over will be gone. We'll still be friends, of course. Mm. But I was really bummed out for him. And it's one of those things that you never thought would happen. But uh, in a slightly unrelated but still slightly related news, the thing in Bits Park tribe... Some of the vendors have also shut up shop there yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, now, I can't go into it, but the stories that that's also related to other factors too. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of sad that this week, it, well, sorry, 
it's kind of sad that last week it felt like it was bad news after bad news after bad news, to be right. honest. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit of a bit of a bum week in I, that regard. I think it's been a bum month, just in general. I feel like yeah. September has been arguably the most depressing month. Very right. I think. Out of this whole year. Yeah, it has been, like, not been like, a, oh, negative Nancy and we don't need to bring you down. But yeah, yeah, it does feel a bit like everything's kind of going to shit. Yeah. You know. And it's like, oh, man, you know. I mean, hopefully with, like, October it'll get better. I mean, it's supposed to be the time of, like, spooks and whatever, so I guess everyone has that feeling of doom and gloom, but in a positive sense. Yeah, but I think it's just been a bit, like Jim said, it's been a bit too much doom and gloomy recently, and it's important to try and cheer yourself up, mm. even though that's not always possible. And again, sorry to be a bit doom and gloomy, but today Weatherspoons announced that they're going to be selling thirty-one of their pubs. Thirty-one, yeah, they're going to be, they've put them up for sale. Yeah, thankfully there's none near us. Uh, the nearest one to us is there's one in Middlesbrough and there's one in Durham or Darlington. Durham, I think it's Durham. Wait, you, did, did you say Weatherspoons? It's honestly this. Yeah, it, this is just this is just the start. It really is. There's going to be so many places that are going to shut down. Yeah. I think that's the horrible thing, John and, and James. You wouldn't think of all the places, places like somewhere like Weatherspoons would be struggling yeah. when they already sell no. a budget. I mean, that scares me to think, because it's like, they're big. Like, Weatherspoons is the ideal place to get a cheap drink and food. Yeah, no, when you're talking about like a price point, it is definitely one of those that you'd go to for a cheap one and if they're at Don't risk look. if they're at risk it's scary mm. in short but yeah I hate to say it does feel like a bit dim and gloomy lately for for all those reasons I've just kind of mentioned it does kind of feel a bit oh well, well you know, yeah. Queen's died Liz Truss Liz Truss is in charge although she's already had votes to no confidence so she's doing well <laughs> <laughs> that'll always happen with any the, new the, person I mean yeah. just the trend just, I miss Bojo I, I, I just think he's, I think he's hilarious. I never thought I'd say it, but I kind of comedic, just for comedic value. Yeah, but I feel like we need some some good, some positive, something uplifting. Because while it's good to understand what's going on around you and what's what's happening, you've you've also got to try and see the positive sides in life. Yes. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll let you know when I found it. Let, yeah, I have please something. Do. I have something we could bitch about. Go on. We call this like the bitching episode. The bitching episode. I'm, I'm Before we it. get spooky. Yeah. Well, this this gateways into spooky incredibly. Yeah. Oh. I, I hate. I hate how little attention Halloween gets in shops. It's almost like here is some. It's right. It's pretty much. It's September. Here is a a, a really cheap polystyrene spider for t- a tenner. And to the right of it, here is half of the shop for Christmas. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. I hate it. I hate it so much. Christmas overshadows everything. Why in September had I already seen uh, Christmas puddings for sale in Sainsbury's? Sainsbury's, come on. Oh, I've seen few cakes. Yeah, but... Like, going from, yeah. as well. And mince pies. Do you know what? I, I think it's because, like, Christmas is more profitable. And not only that. It's kind of like one of the only... T- well, t- the second time, I guess, in a year that people go out buying stuff, not necessarily for themselves, but for other people. It's more profitable than Halloween. So, of course, 
they're going to go out of their way to like advertise stuff for Christmas more than Halloween. I mean, even at work, I get on the radio, Christmas... It's just it's not, not on. on. It's not on. I remember when I used used to go to Big Asda and there was like three aisles where there was like an arch over the aisles and it was all spooky and had really good stuff. Now you've got like, as I say, a polystyrene spider and like a, a cheap plastic pumpkin it's like face mask. It's like they don't care anymore. It's like they don't care anymore. Mm. The best time of the year. It really is because I feel Christmas is just... We all love we all love the day, but yeah. the lead up to it is just so masked in greed. Mm-hmm. It's such it's such a it's just such a grab. It is a bit expectation. Over, it's a bit overrated. Just a little. Um, it is. I it mean, is cause... a major overrated. I, I love the idea of it getting together and uh, mm. having having food. Yes. Food. Getting mm. some new socks. I do. I do love getting some new socks. Mm. But let's let's forget about Christmas. I hate I hate. When Christmas stuff comes to early. Now that is scary. Yes, that yeah. is scary. Yeah. I, I want I want my pop-up Halloween shops to come back in the lanes. I haven't seen one for like four years. It's a good point. I never even thought of that. But yeah, there yeah. used to be a pop-up Halloween shop. No the, 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 the made, Halloween. They've made a massive candy store now. <laughs> I've never been in. <laughs> no, gonna say one funny thing. Go on. You know, like, there's a meme about how Spirit Halloween, if it's an empty shop on, on October... Spirit Halloween, it'll just go, we're in. I've seen a Spirit Halloween banner on Buckingham Palace. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who <laughs> just set up shop there? Oh, yeah, dear. but yeah, spooky season is coming. Yeah. Do you know what? I guarantee you, as soon as, as soon as like Halloween and Christmas are gone, guarantee you that candy shop or whatever, it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. feels like bigger place, don't get me wrong, but I can guarantee you it won't be there forever. No, because you go in and like, a can of coke is like four pounds. I don't know what American sweet shops are like that for. I mean, uh, if you if you're gonna go that all out, just turn the currency into dollars. Sweet, well. sweet Emporium is really bad for it. You can't get anything for any less than three pounds. Jeez, it's unreal. It, I don't know how it to just deal. it just really makes you miss Woolworths pick and mix. Oh yeah, you know where you get a good pick and mix now. The range. Really? Yeah, get a really good pick and mix. Do you know what? That's dying as well. And sorry, bad news. But yeah, I feel like the pick and mix is dying. Oh, the pick and mix industry. No, shit. Think about it. Like in my in my day, back in James's day, it, you, like you'd see them everywhere. Like he was in Bullworths, in bowling. Like if you were in bowling, it was at View Cinema. Like yeah. I always remember. I always yeah. remembered it would always be at the at the right side of yeah. where all the <laughs> cash registers were. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you remember um, at the View? They used to have it's where the Ben and Jerry's bit is now, but it's That's like that big round one. It was the big <laughs> yeah walls full. Yeah, I got I got I got sweeties there. You know, I, I always had two bags: the chocolate one, candy sweets. The stalest sweets ever, though they were still always stale. <laughs> they were, but for some reason, it, it just. The stale made them taste like, ah, I'm at the cinema. <laughs> you know? I'm just going to have a clump of uh, jelly worms. Yeah. yeah. Not, not because I chose to, but because it's just clumped. <laughs> they just taste good. I don't make the rules. Yeah, yeah good. You're right. Everything's Everything good has been ruined. Everything good has been ruined. I've heard of... I've, I haven't read about it, but I really want to, because I just heard it mentioned. There's, there's a theory about the cancellation of the future. That's like I'm gonna have, like I kind of put a full stop there because 
uh, the idea of the cancellation of the future is the idea that because we're so connected with each other, like cultures so connected, mm. you know, everything is just kind of becoming one amalgamation of everything and nothing, and everything's just kind of stagnating in one point in time. So it's like the idea is in 2080, you'll be like, well, things aren't that much different from 2040. Whereas we can think of the 90s and think, wow, totally different, you know. Again, like the food thing and that, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spooky season. <laughs> <laughs>